Hello and welcome to the Second Tier Betting, your specialist podcast for punting on the championship. You've got yourself a championship expert in me, Ryan Dilks, and your pro tipster. It's only Jimmy the Punt. Jimmy, how are you? Hello. Yeah, I'm good. Sun's out. It's raised my mood about 50%. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. It's start of the week, but... No, nice weather. It's getting warm again. I was absolutely roasted earlier. I don't know where that's come from. Um, and, you know, we've got another round of betting. Um, it makes me feel a lot better after how we did at the weekend. As always, please gamble responsibly and when the fun stops, stop. What we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, is we're going to give you our best bets for the midweek round of games in the championship. We're going to give you our nap, our next best bet, and then a long shot. Uh, and then that's just about it. So as always, please gamble responsibly and when the fun stops, stop. So as I was alluding to, Jimmy, how did we get on at the weekend? Or do you just not want to talk about it? <laughs> no, I'll talk about it. It wasn't. It wasn't very good, though, was it? No, um, no. Mind that Mitrovic any time he didn't score. I, I was looking just before we uh, started recording. I've I've tipped him to score in some capacity six times this season on the podcast, and it, it's never clicked for me, which is pretty impressive considering how many he's scored. And then yeah. <laughs> Morgan Gibbs, why I had him to score any time as well. Uh, Sheffield United didn't turn up. Really bad day at the office for them. I'm, I'm a bit of a capitulation. I'm not quite sure what happened there, but. Um, he didn't, he didn't get on the score sheet. And then Nico Williams, probably the one I'm most miff about because it, it was such a long price and it was with quite a lot of bookies and you could tell what they'd done. They just based the price on how many career goals or lack of career goals he's had. But that price uh, got smashed in and, and now it's gone. And we, we didn't even get to we didn't even get to cash in, so I'm a bit I'm a bit gutted about that. That's a shame, but it is what it is. Um I think he had a couple of shots. Um, but no, no look there. No, it was a disaster weekend for me too. I had Fulham to win at half-time and full-time as my nap. Not a winner, obviously, because they drew one all. Millwall to beat Middlesbrough didn't come in either. After that, finished goalless. And then my long shot was pressed into four or more cards. Only two came in. James Lillington wasn't as card-happy as he usually is. Although in hindsight, two teams with not much to play for, maybe that's the reason it didn't come in. But to be fair to us, Jimmy, I... I think you do well to find anyone who had a good weekend's betting last weekend on the championship. You know, only three of the top 10 won. And one of yeah. them was QPR way at Luton, and which was a shock in itself. So I don't think it was a good weekend for many people, to be completely honest. So I don't think we should be too down on ourselves. And all we do is just show how good we are this week, Jimmy. So let's see, let's see what you got then. What is your best bet for the championship in midweek? I am going with a Fulham win at the Hawthorns, eleven to ten with ten bet and Mansion bet. Although, because uh, it because it's a, a a market with quite high liquidity, you're gonna get you, you're not gonna get much difference in that price across any bookie. So I, I take it down to evens, where, which is what you can get it across across the board. And uh, to be honest, I just I just couldn't couldn't resist the price. Fulham at odds against, regardless of uh, uh, touch over evens, regardless of who they're playing. Yeah, I just don't think you can pretend you know those up at that this season. They've won sixty four percent of their league games. Um, to be honest, they don't have the best record against the sides with the most um, financial clout. They lost recently to Sheffield United and Bournemouth in their last two games, but I don't think you can read too much into those, um, especially the Sheffield United one because. They got an early goal uh, and and they just sat back. I think they generated like 0.1 of an XG. So completely against the run of play, there was three points. And Bournemouth, um, the 1-1 draw 
uh, that was also at Craven College, and they did more than enough to win that game two times over. I remember watching it; it was a great game, but they just couldn't find the uh, the, the um, winning goal. And the thing is, with Marco Silva's Fulham, um, you don't want to make them angry. You're just not going to like them when they're angry. And every time they drop points, they come back with a vengeance. I was looking through; they drew to Borough on opening day, then they won the next game against Huddersfield at Huddersfield five-one. They lost to Blackpool early on in the season. Next game they won four-one at St Andrews against Birmingham. Um, they went through a bit of a sticky patch where they lost to Reading, they drew to Bristol, uh, they beat Swansea, and then they got battered by um, Coventry. That that was over sort of like the end of September, start of uh, October. And then after that sort of sticky patch, they went on to win the next seven on the spin, scoring 21 and conceding just once, um, which was ridiculous. Uh, they also beat West Brom in the reverse 3-0. Um, so I, I do fancy them to, to get a result uh, based on the season they're having and based on how do they react to a dis- disappointing result under Silva. Um, we've, we've talked about West Brom quite a lot recently. They've come up a lot in bets and um, they come back from 2-0 against Huddersfield, controversially, at, with the pen, with the very dubious penalty decision. And that sort of might galvanise the group a little bit. But I, just, I think Steve Bruce, um, his edge in management, if he had one, I know he's quite emotionally intelligent. And at Newcastle, I remember him protecting his players a lot, like uh, particularly in the press, but he's tactically inept. And I, and I think that this is going to be one of his last managerial jobs. And I, and I don't think he has he has the nous to, um, to sort of outdo this Fulham side. So uh, taking them away from home uh, at 11 to 10 was uh, just irresistible for me. And that's my nap. My nap this weekend is Fulham to win away at West Brom. And the best part I could found was 21 to 20 at Bet365, but Jimmy's mentioned there 11 to 10. Um, I think any price where Fulham are over evens is value, quite frankly, because we all know how good they are. They're 12 points clear at the top of the table for a reason. They're actually also averaging more points away from home than they are at Craven Cottage this season. So don't at all be put off by the fact that they're away from home here. The only reason I can think of why Fulham aren't odds on here is because it's West Brom and Mm. the bookies have given the price based off name value, if you see what I mean. Um, And it's something that I can't get my head around with bookies because it happens at other clubs as well. For example, they always seem to underestimate Luton and give Luton a juicy price considering, you know, they're a playoff chasing side. And then Sunderland are another good example of a side I have never bet on when they're in League One, because there's never any value. They always seem to be short favourites because they're Sunderland playing in League One. And I think it's played a part in the odds here as well. Um, West Brom, five points from a possible 27 in their last nine games. They've picked up um, recently decent results against Hull and Huddersfield, but in both they weren't convincing. Sam Johnston was very busy in the win over Hull and against Huddersfield they were really poor up until they got that penalty in the 84th minute which as you mentioned Jimmy was very dubious to say the very least so Fulham simply a better team than West Brom they dropped points away at Barnsley at the weekend didn't they but that was mainly down to them not having their shooting boots on and Barnsley getting an even more dubious penalty so yeah it it seems like this this is going to be a very common best bet for quite a few tipsters like us um, on the championship. Because as soon as I saw the price, I was like, right, yeah, I'm eating that right up. So my nap for this weekend is Fulham to win away at West Brom. 21 to 20 at Bet365 was the best price I could find. But as Jimmy mentioned, you could find it at 11 to 10 at some bookies. Right then, since we've got the same nap, let's see if we've got the same next best. What have you got, Jimmy? 
I've gone both teams to score in Bournemouth game against Reading. That's at evens with Bet365. Uh, That's not what I've got. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Bournemouth, their, their squad is a joke. So much talent, particularly at the top of the pitch. Uh, Solanke has contributed directly to 26 goals this season, broke the 20-goal barrier uh, some time ago, which is an incredible feat uh, at this level. Anthony as well, he's getting a run of games. I think he's Directly contributed to 13 goals. You've also got likes of Ryan Christie, Campwell, uh, the, the um, signed in January. Just real, real like top notch quality defensively, though. They have been a bit sloppy recently. And the clean sheet against Derby was their first um, in the last five games. They've only kept two in 2022. Um, Posh, Hull, Birmingham all found the net against them. Uh, and like I say, only Derby. Uh, who generated an XG of just over half a goal, and Barnsley, who generated an XG of a goal and a half, failed to find the net against them. And as the um, expected goals figures that them two sides um, generated sort of suggest that there was a touch fortunate to keep two clean sheets over the balance of those two games. So, um, yeah, like I say, uh, defensively, they've been a bit... They've been a bit uh, Sloppy this this calendar year. Um, Reading they have failed to score in the last three hours of Championship action, but they like they generated an XG of just under two goals, one point nine nine to be exact over that period. So um, again, unfortunate not to find the net. Uh, prior to those, both teams have scored copped in the previous three games and six of the last eight. Um, in in the sort of the uh, influx of goals or in, increased offensive sort of. Um, threat coincides with the return of Lucas Yao, uh, a player of tremendous quality, but he's, he's been sort of uh, his career sort of been riddled with niggly injuries and sort of he's, he's sort of stuttered and stop start. But he's, he's back in the squad and he's joined a, a run of games and he's, he's managed to score and assist a combined total of six in his last six, uh, six starts. And he's You've always got a chance to get on the score sheet when when he's in it when he's in your side because of his quality up front. So, um, although although Reading are, are doing their best to try and keep the uh, relegation battle interesting at the bottom, <laughs> uh, I I, I think they've got enough threat to worry Bournemouth and what and uh, and the hosts have been a bit like I say sloppy defensively. So both teams to score at even money I think is a touch too long and uh, and worth a punt. Yeah, I, I can see what you mean there. I think quite a few people will turn up their nose at that bet because, you know, it's Reading who Bournemouth are coming up against and Reading haven't been, you know, great recently, it's got to be said. But mm. you are quite right when it comes to chance creation. I'm just looking at their XG now. In the last five games, they've only had one game where they've failed to get over one expected goals. So they're creating chances still. It's just they've um, obviously quite recently in the in the past couple of games struggled to find the back of the net. But, you know, as long as they keep creating chances, it's going to go in sooner rather than later. Whether the results will turn is another is, is another question. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that makes complete and utter sense, mate. My next best bet is both teams to score no and under 2.5 goals in Blackburn against Derby, 10 to 11 at bet 365. I don't think you could handpick two sides better right now for a game to struggle for goals because this one has got a lack of goals written all over it. Blackburn have 
only managed three goals in 13 games now. They can't find the back of the net for love nor money, but aren't conceding many, which is important for this bit, obviously. In that time, only Forrest have conceded fewer goals than Tony Mowbray's boys. Meanwhile, only Peterborough have scored fewer goals on the road this season than Derby. 11 away, go- uh, 11 away goals all season, but in a similar vein, are all right defensively. Considering they've got the third worst away record in the division in terms of points, they've only conceded 25 goals from 19 away games, which isn't bad at all, really, is it? Um, Wayne Rooney likes to set up his sides to frustrate the opposition when they're away, and he likes to prioritise keeping it solid at, solid at the back. Is it the best way to set up your team when only Barnsley and Peterborough picked up fewer points away from home than you? Probably not, but it's good for this bet. And that's all we care about here. So uh, I was trying to find any value I could for a lack of goals. And it was difficult, admittedly. Some bookies are going as low as one to two for this to be under 2.5 goals, um, which is not surprising at all, to be quite honest. But the fact you can get just under evens with Bet365 for both teams to score no and under 2.5 goals represents good value in my eyes because if it is going to be under 2.5 goals, the only way this bet isn't copping is if it's 1-0, which, mm. as I say, is uh, looking unlikely. So that's my next best bet this week. It's both teams to score no and under 2.5 goals in Blackburn against Derby, 10-11 to 11 at bet 3.65. Right, long shot time. Jimmy, what have you got for me? I was uh, torn between two. I, I really like um, Chong's prize for the uh, for on loan from Man U at Birmingham. You can get him at about seven point five score anytime. So I thought I'd mention that mention that. But I've actually gone um, for Mitrovic again. I, I've he's been boosted on Bet three six five to thirteen to two to score a brace, uh, which is a, a, a point better than uh, any other price available. Uh, and he's been boosted from five to one on three six five. That was his original price. He's as short as four to one with um, Boyle Sports. Now we, we've talked about him loads on the podcast, so I, I'll try not to go over um, as much of the same stuff. But he, he scored all three in the reverse fixture, um, Fulham's three nil win over West Brom. Uh, and I was looking similar to um, when I was looking at how many Fulham, uh, how many points Fulham have picked up after in the games after dropping points. I looked at how many, um, what what happens to Mitrovic after he's failed to score. Now he's only failed to score in ten league games this season, um, and failed to score in back to back games once. Uh, and on, on the ten occasions that he has failed to score, in the following game he scored two or more, three times. Um, and I think that just sort of speaks to the type of character he is, similar to Fulham. He's, um, he's relentless and he's, he's keen to make amends. Uh, it just gives him an added bit of motivation, I assume, when, when he fails to find the net. Uh, and, and the type of character he is, I think he'll also relish the um, the physicality of uh, West Brom centre-backs, the likes of Bartley and Sammy uh, Ajayi. Um, I think he will love playing against them, as seems to be the case in the reverse. Um so yeah, I, I just thought I, the the inflation of prices, like we touched on with our naps, is obviously because West Brom and the bookies rate them, and, and they have got Premier League quality throughout the squad, uh, and and so you can see why the price is what it is, uh, especially like we're saying with Fulham being away from home. But given his um, his goal scoring exploits this season, I just I think thirteen to two is too big, and uh, I really fancied to him to be back amongst the goals. Yeah, that's interesting because my long shot is also from the West Brom v Fulham game, but it's not Mitrovic. It's Nico Williams, not to score, 
to have two shots on target for Fulham against West Brom. 17 to 1 at Paddy Power and Betfair. 17 to 1. And I love the shots market. I dip into it a lot more on this show, but the market isn't available in the vast majority of games. And when it is, it's usually not up until the very last minute. But we've got it for this game. And Nico Williams is definitely the value. He's had two shots in each of his last three games. That, of course, includes the brace he got against Swansea. The boy loves to shoot. And him to have two shots on target at 17 to 1 is outrageous value. Him to have just one shot on target is 12 to 5, which is value in itself, considering he's had three shots on target in his last three games. Um, But he's coming up against a West Brom side who I not only fancy Fulham to beat, but they have also been conceding an unbelievable number of shots recently. They faced 43 shots in their last three games. Two of those games were against Swansea and Hull as well. So it's not like we're exactly talking about the cream of the crop in the championship from those last three games. So I think this could definitely be another game where West Brom face a ridiculous amount of shots. And Nico Williams is one of those players who loves to have a go from distance or even getting in the box quite often. So I think uh, this is definitely value. Nico Williams to have two shots on target, Fulham against West Brom, 17 to 1 at Paddy Power and Betfair. Have a little stake on that, but don't be afraid to put a bit more on Nico Williams to have one shot on target at 12 to 5, um, which, as I say, is massive value in itself. Um, any thoughts on that, Jimmy, considering you had him any time to score at the weekend? Yeah. That's a lovely. That's a lovely price, and and the uh, there's plenty of gravy in the prop markets. I'm talking shots, shots on targets, assists, stuff like that. The passes, tackles, plenty of value to be found, and that certainly looks looks like value. Um, watching him, he does love a shot, doesn't he? And his technique's outrageous. So um, yeah, like it, like it a lot. Yeah, he's definitely capable of scoring from distance. So why mm. not? Why not have a go if uh, you're capable of doing it? Right then, Jimmy. Let's round up our bets for the midweek games. What are your best bets for the championship in this game week? My nap comes from the Hawthorns. I'm taking Fulham to beat West Brom. That's available at eleven to ten with ten bet and Mansion bet. Uh, my next best is both teams to score in Bournemouth's game against Reading. You can get that at evens with Bet365. And my long shot is a Mitrovic brace that's boosted on Bet365 to 11 to 2. Oh, and just quickly, the, the boosts are on the main tab. Uh, it's quite a new feature with Bet365, um, but there's some good offers on there usually on the on the main tab of uh, the, the games. Yeah, I was texting you furiously at the weekend once when um, you gave me a tip and I couldn't find it anywhere on the Bet365 app because the the odds boost thing that they've just introduced, I just could not find it for love nor money and it's <laughs> on the main page. Um, anyway, my app is also Fulham to win away at West Brom, 21 to 20 at Bet365. But as Jimmy mentioned, you can get it 11 to 10 at 10 bet. My next best bet is both teams to score no and under 2.5 goals in Blackburn against Derby, 10 to 11 at Bet365. And my long shot is Nico Williams to have two shots on target for Fulham against West Brom, 17-1 to 1 at Paddy Power and Betfair. As always, please gamble responsibly and when the fun stops, stop. This has been the second tier betting. Um, I'm going to be focusing on Cheltenham for the next few days. Jimmy, I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, do, 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 do. Can't wait. It's going to be brilliant. Exactly. Week. Yep, I'm going to be stuck to the telly watching that. I usually go most years, but I haven't done this yeah. year. Yeah, so... This year, this year, watch it from the telly. So, at comfort of my own home, I, I whenever I go to the track anyway, I'm usually betting on my phone anyway. I don't use the bookies there because the odds there are atrocious. But yeah, um, so there we go. 
have have a good Cheltenham anyone if um, you are betting on it and have a good round of betting from the <laughs> midweek games in the championship um Jimmy the punt thank you for your time today my pleasure I've been Ryan Tilks and to you listener thank you for listening Thank you.